the image of your dog running through tall fields, frolicking through the woods, is something that many people glamorize and romanticize about and wish their dog had it. But is it really something that is all that great? Well, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about just that, keeping your dog home, keeping your dog contained, and some of the issues that can pop up if you don't. Let's talk about that next. Let's get rolling on this week's episode. We're going to be talking about containment and the importance of it and kind of squashing the idea or fantasy that letting your dog have free access to everywhere just isn't really as good as people think it is. But before we do that, obviously, guys, I need to first talk about OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. This is our online course-driven website where you can go on there, you can watch some courses. Uh, It is in the process of being built, so bear with us. It will be launched here hopefully soon once we start getting some videos up. Also, I just started a Facebook page for Learn, Laugh, Bark. It is called the Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast. Funny, that makes a lot of sense. And that you guys can find on Facebook. You can get in there, uh, join it, and you can shoot me some ideas of maybe some stuff you'd like me to talk about. Uh, I've got a whole huge list of stuff, but I'm always open to ideas, and I kind of go off the seat of my pants when it comes to topics like today's. And I do apologize, I do have a bit of a cold today, so if I sound a little bit off, well, the show must go on. I need to get you guys these episodes every week, and so even though I'm not 100%, we're going to roll through this and be fine. Um, But this this topic today kind of came because... I'm part of, and a lot of people are probably see this as well, I'm part of a lot of Facebook groups around our community here, and I notice more and more and more, and especially springtime, summertime, that people are losing their dogs. Somebody just today posted a thing about their dog that went for its morning walk and didn't come back, and I'm thinking to myself... <clears throat> This dog is going on a morning walk by itself. Now, this dog looked like it couldn't be any older than maybe seven months. It was look, looked fairly young. But it's wandering off on its own for its quote-unquote morning walk. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. That made me just go, okay, you know what? This needs to be this week's episode. We need to talk about you know, letting your dog just have free run of everything. And, and kind of why it's a bad idea. And honestly, I, I feel like... This is pretty obvious why it's a bad idea, but we're going to talk about it because I think it needs to be said. So let's dive. Let's dive into that. Uh, the, the The first thing is 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 you, your dog doesn't need free run of everywhere. There are so many things you can use now to contain your dog. You've got a physical fence, which we have. I recommend because it keeps things out as well as keeping your dog in. Um, it's more reliable. Than pretty much anything else, um, I don't want to say it's fail safe. Nothing is, but it's the it's the best option. <clears throat> but you also have things like invisible fence, and some people may not know this, but invisible fence now makes an invisible fence is a brand, but really it's just any sort of uh, wireless fence or whatever fence that isn't physical that pops up. But <clears throat> 
Invisible Fence is a great one, and they make one now where you don't even have to bury lines. You can still bury lines if you want to strategically exactly kind of map out where you want your thing to be, but it also runs off receivers where it'll transmit a boundary and you can adjust it more or less and then flag it off and choose it through that way, which is always a great option. And there's some that even allow you to piggyback. So if you have more land than what the area can cover, you can piggyback your receivers off of each other and create a bigger space for your dog. I'm cool with letting dogs have a bunch of space. It's just there needs to be an end to it. There needs to be containment to it. The last thing is, well, the last couple would be, you know, have your dog on leash. Put your dog on a tieout. I am not for putting your dog on a tieout and leaving them outside all day. I don't think that's necessary, um, and I don't like it. But if you're going to be outside with your dog and you don't have any sort of containment for them, put them on a tieout. Bring them out on a, on a retractable leash, a flexi lead. And I know a lot of, if, if there's any trainers listening or anything, they're going to say, oh my God, flexi leads are, the ter- are terrible. You should just throw those in the garbage. I think every, every dog tool has a place, and I do think a flexi lead has a place. It's not good for training, but I certainly love it for teaching boundaries and for exercising my dogs and everything like that. So I do support flexi or retractable leashes. <clears throat> Some might disagree, and that's okay. But... Let's now talk about some of the things that I hear on a weekly, almost daily basis when it comes to dogs roaming. We live in an area that's got more land than roads, I suppose. Like, we have a lot of space out here. And so people are like, well, you know, I own 30 acres, I own 10 acres, I own 40 acres, or whatever, so I just let my dog roam it. And again, like I said at the beginning... People glamorize or like romanticize this idea of your dog just running through the woods and having a good time. But they forget to, they fail to think about the issues with that. Issue number one, and I think this is an obvious one, your dog does not know when your property ends and your neighbor's begins. So so when your dog's running, they're going to eventually cross your property into your neighbor's property. And there are a lot of people out there that if they see a dog running through their property, won't hesitate to shoot at it. And that's the first realization of of letting your dog roam is the potential that somebody is going to harm your dog because they don't like your dog out there. Another issue is is your dog is, is now running, and this doesn't even matter if you have 100 acres or a city lot. If your dog learns to go over to the neighbor's house, And whether there's food there or maybe there's chickens, maybe there's other things, your dog is going to get in trouble and your dog is going to be forming habits you don't want. You don't want your dog thinking they can go to the neighbor's house and the neighbor will give it treats or the neighbor's chickens will, you can chase them around and something like that can happen because again, that can lead to a lot of trouble. So... So that's the first, you know, couple issues there is, is obviously the boundary issue and then visiting. The other thing I hear people say is, well, my dog likes to go play with the neighbor dog or likes to go run a couple houses down and go interact with those people. Here's the truth. People don't stay at houses forever. So what's going to happen when you or more than like, or, you know, more and more realistic, like your neighbor moves? Well, that dog's going to be gone. That doesn't mean your dog's suddenly going to go, oh man, Fluffy left, so I just can't go down there anymore. Nope, they're going to continue to go down there. They're going to continue to try and find that other dog. And, like I mentioned before, if that neighbor doesn't want your dog in the yard, they're going to do something to keep your dog away. 
And and again, it's not fair. Like you you have to remember with these dogs, these dogs aren't at fault. And that's the problem too when when I hear about these dogs that get get shot at or get poisoned or run away or whatever, this isn't the fault of the dog. This is the fault of you the owner. Not keeping your dog at home, not keeping control or keeping tabs on your dog, just letting them roam. To me, and this is going to come across as, as not friendly, I suppose, but this this whole thing is like a pet peeve of mine. So there might be words I say today that might offend people, and if that's the case, I'm sorry. But if you let your dog just roam, run, do whatever they want, I personally feel that there is a slight bit of like, I don't care about this dog in there. You're telling me you do not care about this dog. You can argue with me and say, no, I do. That's why I let it run. But honestly, us as people, it's our job to protect the dog as as best we can, obviously without being too much of like helicopter parents, but at the same time, protecting this dog. We owe it to the dog to keep the dog safe because the dog doesn't know. And so if we're intentionally allowing this dog to do these certain things and getting into trouble, that's not the dog's fault. Dog goes and chases and kills the neighbor's chickens. That's not the dog's fault. Dog chases a car. Not the dog's fault. Dog runs and does all these things. It's not, you see where I'm getting at. This isn't the dog's fault. The dog doesn't know any better. This is whoever's allowing the dog to do this. This is their fault. They need to think about this. And also think about consequences of of your dog biting somebody. Say someone was riding their bike down the street. Your dog pops out, starts running after them. Bites them in the leg. It's a herding dog or something, so it nips them. I don't think the person's going to care that it's a herding dog. And, no, that's just what they do. It wasn't friendly. If it left a mark on them, they're going to care. And they're going to then go home and either tell their parents or they're going to call the cops or something's going to happen because you weren't able or willing to keep your dog at home. And, honestly, it doesn't take much. People go, well, I just I have so much land and I just can't keep them at home. You can. You choose not to. And that's just, that bothers me. It bugs me. And, again, what bugs me the most is, continuing and I don't know why I'm well I'm on these Facebook pages because I like to know what's going on in my community but I don't know why sometimes I get so frustrated looking at them because you get these dogs and a lot of them are super young but you get these dogs and you're like that dog ran away again that dog escaped again it's like at some point I'm surprised people don't do it as, as much at some point people are going to have to start commenting being like yo you got to keep your dog at home you should do something about this and I probably should be one of those people, but I try to stay out of Facebook fights as much as possible because it's. I just feel like it's not worth my time to argue with somebody, um, especially someone in my community who, if they're really struggling, most people know we're here, and so it, it just, whatever. But I would just love to see people starting to take more responsibility and keeping their dogs at home. And I don't care what breed you have. I don't care if it's a Basset Hound or a Husky or a lab, I don't care if it's friendly, if it's skittish, it doesn't matter. It absolutely does not matter. This dog, when you get a dog, you are saying, I am going to be responsible for this dog. I am going to do everything I can to set this dog up for success. And, you know, having family and friends and all this different stuff that live out in the country, I've heard things like, well, if it gets hit by a car, it gets hit by a car. And Again, I go back to this whole thing, well, how much do you really care about this dog then? I don't think you care about this dog really at all. If you're willing to say, well, it may get hit by a car, it may not. You know, well, whatever happens, happens. To me, that's completely irresponsible, and you should just not own a dog at that point. So if that's you, 
buy a fake dog or something. You shouldn't own a dog if you're okay with it getting hit by a car because, well, it didn't stay home. Did you teach it to stay home? And if, you, if the answer is, no, I didn't, I didn't do anything, then you're at fault. But here's the thing I think sometimes people don't think about when they're letting their dogs roam. Think about what happens. So the dog gets hit by a car and the dog dies. Okay, it's sad for you. It's sad for your family. What about the driver? People seem to fail to think about the other side of the coin. The driver that just hit your dog probably is traumatized, probably is really beat up and sad about it. And it was, again, a very, very, very avoidable situation. You know, so think about that. Think about if your dog goes and runs over and gets in a fight with another dog, bites a person. It's not just about your dog. It's about the people that they affect because you're not willing to do what it takes to keep your dog at home. So, I mean, and and this is kind of like a rant, I suppose, but as you can see, it just bugs me. I hate seeing dogs get lost. I hate seeing dogs run away. I hate seeing dogs, everything that's super preventable. And like for us up here, people fail, again, to think about the dangers that just lie in the woods. And even if you live in the city, the dangers are similar and slightly different. If your dog's just allowed to roam around in the city, well, you run a high risk of your dog being stolen, your dog being poisoned. We hear stories about that all the time where they stuff you know, poison in meat and they feed it to your dog. You have a lot of different risks. Dog getting hit by a car, of course. Out in the country, you have those same risks, but you also have the risk of your dog getting attacked by a bear, your dog getting eaten by coyotes or wolves, and and every other weird critter that could potentially harm your animal or your dog. There's so many things out there. I have a client of mine, and I don't think she'd care if I shared this story with her, but she lives in town. You know, yeah, she's got some woods around her, so she's got a lot of deer around, and the dog has been accustomed to chasing deer out of the yard. Doesn't leave the yard, but chases them out of the yard. And, well, it's, what is today? Well, it's June, the middle of June. And in our area, does have fawns. You know, little babies, baby deer with them. And, well, this deer that she went to chase decided, I'm not going to let you chase me because my baby can't run away, so I'm going to fight you. And... She, she got beat up. She got hooved. The, the doe kind of tried to stomp on her. So she got scabs and some stuff on her back and on her hip. And, and it actually did it to her tw- two different times. And, and the, you know, <laughs> nature is not always friendly. And nature is not always going to, like, bow down to your dog. You're like, well, it, it'll just run away. Well, you know what? Sometimes raccoons don't run away. They will stand their ground and fight. Anything that feels like they're in danger or they need to protect their baby will fight. And again, situations like that can be prevented by making sure the coast is clear when you let your dog out, keeping your dog contained to a certain area, you know, whether it be a physical fence or or something else. But there's a lot of different things you can do. So not to get too long-winded on this, because I feel like I could rant for hours about this, but really, honestly, take responsibility for your dog and for your dog's actions And if it's preventable, dang it, man, prevent it. Prevent it. Like, don't don't just go, well, I'm going to let him run the land because he gets his exercise. You can exercise your dog without giving them 50 acres to run through. You know, we have a a fenced-in backyard. My dog gets plenty tired when I'm out there being a good dog owner and interacting with my dog. If you're getting a dog and then just letting them loose on your property 
just to do that and you don't have much for interaction with your dog, unless your dog is a specific farm dog with specific jobs, like protecting your flock or protecting, you know, whatever, you need to be out there. You need to be paying attention. Fluffy doesn't need to run around a bunch of land to exercise. You could do that within the confines of your yard and it will be just fine. So when you, you guys will probably, this is one of those things where it's like, now you're going to start noticing all these lost dogs that are popping up on your, the community pages you guys are part of. And, uh, you'll start now. I just probably broke through that wall. You'll be seeing it all the time. And so I apologize for that, but, but honestly, it just bothers me. It, it, It absolutely bothers me knowing that, you know, especially up here when dogs run off and go missing and aren't found, I can basically sum it down to a couple things that happened. Either your dog got attacked and killed by something, your dog got taken by someone, or your dog was shot. And, and yeah, dogs can run away and come back, but darn it, man, why risk it? Like, for us, we we don't have kids, so, like, our dogs are kids. And, I mean, we treat them like dogs for sure, but still, like, we love them. Like, if we lost one, it would be like losing a child. Um, and that might be a po- an episode we get into later, like dog grieving and loss of a dog it, it for a lot of people including us it's like losing a family member because it is and and so the thought of just saying well i hope i hope fluffy comes back i hope you know biscuit run you know comes back to me and is fine to go and and everything i just don't leave it up to faith because i don't there's a fate i just don't i don't think it's a smart idea so keep your dogs at home guys you know, interact with them, tire them out at home. They don't need tons of land to run on. They just don't. Um, and like I said, think about the other side of the coin. Think about the people you're affecting by your dog running, chasing deer, chasing, you know, whatever, going over. And especially if your dog isn't isn't fixed. If your dog isn't fixed or spayed or neutered, you're you're asking for trouble. You're asking for unplanned litters, which adds to an already overpopulated dog problem that we have um and then you're you're just it's just a mess it's just a mess guys it's a lot easier if we just take responsibility for our dogs keep them at our keep them at home keep them safe i'm not saying you can't walk your dog man hook them to a leash and go and run them if you want but stay by them keep them close don't let them just have free run of wherever they want to go and i don't care if you're in the country i don't care if you're in the city there's no excuse to just let your dog have free run of everything so With that being said, guys, that's going to be it for this week's episode. Hopefully you guys uh, learned some stuff, or at the very least, hopefully you're as as bothered about this topic as I am, and you're sitting there in in your car at home or whatever going, dang right, keep your dog at home, because that's what we need. We need to think about keeping our dogs home, keeping them safe, and having them live long, happy lives. So guys, like I mentioned, definitely check out our our uh, website on dogtrainingacademy.com. But also, go search for the Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast and like that page and uh, comment on it. Jump in there and uh, let me know what you guys want me to talk about. Little different topics or subjects or anything that are uh, bothering you or things that you want to know more about. So definitely jump over there. Let me know what you guys think. And like always, we'll see you in the next episode.